God morning and Sadnam, beautiful sovereign woman. Welcome, welcome. So we've been talking about this week about the real reason we feel lost. And we looked a little bit at forgiveness, not following our intuition, and lack of awareness, both in a spiritual aspect and also in a physical energetic aspect, and of course, in our mind. Today, I'm going to show you how to actually do the inner work, and we're going to look at how we can use a specific meditation, especially during this week, ladies, because we are coming up against a very powerful solar eclipse new moon this Saturday, Sunday, depending where you're located in the world, that is going to literally put us on these karmic fates into new destinies. So particularly this week, the Medicina is all about finding our way back home. So welcome and thank you all so, so much for being here. Sadnam, beautiful goddesses, welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement podcast, where we believe all women can holistically self-heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga and A Course in Miracles Spiritual Psychotherapy. And this beautiful goddesses is our movement of women reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. Sadnam, Sadnam, a beautiful, beautiful goddesses. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Sovereign Women Movement podcast. And today on this beautiful Wednesday, <clears throat> we follow up our podcast episodes with how to do the inner work. Monday, we were talking a lot about why we feel lost as women. And we looked a little bit at forgiveness, how it affects our brain, how it affects our physical body, our emotional body, our spiritual self. And we also looked at lack of self-awareness and uh, also why we actually don't fully become self-aware and all the fears around our shadows. So you can catch that podcast episode to get more detailed look as it relates to that. But today I want to share with you all the medicina. Because what would we be able to do with our healing journey if we didn't have these also amazing tools that are now available to all of us to rewire our subconscious mind, to rewire our DNA, to learn to process emotions, and ultimately to bring healing to the mind, to the spirit, and to the body. And this week, I told you all that I would share also a little bit more about this really powerful new moon solar eclipse that we're experiencing on Sunday. It's coming, depending on wherever you are in the world, you may experience it late Saturday. But this is a really important time in our lives. As you can see, there is a lot going on in the world. And the solar eclipse energy, what it does is that imagine, you know, the sun is obstructed by or the light of the sun is obstructed by the moon or earth or depending if it's a lunar or a, a solar eclipse and the amount of sun that we get into earth you and i as human beings changes and because you and i are energy thoughts feelings and emotions that's energy and that is what you are you're not a material body you are a frequency when there are shifts in energy like what we're going to be seeing in on this uh, beautiful Sunday with the solar eclipse, then of course we're impacted psychologically, spiritually, physically, mentally, just the way the tides of the waves of the ocean are impacted by the moon cycles. You and I are also impacted by the moon cycles and solar eclipse bring destined karmic fates. They change your life very abruptly. 
and the thing is that with this solar eclipse it is is not just about this eclipse in itself but then we look at the planetary action that's happening around it because that tells a perfect story there is no better map for your life than your astrological chart you know we have people like jp morgan chase you know the the banker the founder of chase saying things like millionaires don't practice astrology only billionaires do because of course he was a devoted student to astrology and many people practice and learn the science of astrology because it is the oldest science and they're in the closet about it because they're afraid about what people might think of them when i really discovered the incredible asset that astrology is to my life as a map doesn't it's not a psychic or something that tells you the future or what's set in stone because we all have free will and what it does is that it gives us a perfect map of our soul's imprint the day that it was incarnated into this body and that map can then help us navigate these crazy thing that we call life right and so when solar eclipse happen we look at the energy that's surrounding it as well and this solar eclipse is in the sign of taurus and this in particularly this axis the taurus scorpio axis of this solar eclipse is bringing back themes in your life when this last occurred which was actually the specific dates and you can go back to the memories like even on Facebook, on your social media and look for these particular days of these years because if you do, you're going to become more aware as to what repeating themes are happening in your life. And so those dates are April 25th, 2013, May 9th, 2013, November 3rd, 2013, April 29th, 2014. And October 3rd, 2014. So if you look at those dates, if you can go back to memories, especially now that you have social media where you can literally pull up the memories, or if you can remember what were the themes that I was experiencing as a soul. Now, if you pull up your free astrological chart, you really can understand at a deeper level. But we have to remember the themes in general is what we're talking about here is a lot about how you make money, business and relationships and the reason relationships are going to be especially focused on and expanded upon during the solar eclipse is because on this same day of the solar eclipse we're also having a really rare kind of once a year and actually a lot of astrologers are calling this the, this the most romantic day of the next 10 years of the decade because on sunday we also have the planet jupiter conjunct venus and venus is the planet of love of self-love of self-worth just the way taurus is about grounding that beauty that love that self-worth in the body venus is the mystical spiritual aspect of that it's the essence of how it starts in the mind and you remembering who you truly are and the thing is is that when it's conjunct jupiter you're talking about expansion so there is going to be an expansion of relationships, of love, a lot of opportunity for healing, especially whatever themes you were repeating in these dates that I talked about in 2013 and 2014. Now, now everyone's going to be riding that wave because most people are so stuck 
they're lost, right? That's what we were talking about this week. And they're so governed by their subconscious mind. They lack self-awareness. They don't do the inner work of meditation to get to know themselves, including their shadows. And unfortunately, they're living like the movie, Adam Sandler's movie, Click, where they are just following the motions every day, 95% of their day being governed by their subconscious programs. And the thing is, is that if you're not aware of the energies upon us, then you literally are going to respond the same way. You're not even going to be aware that these themes are repeating again in your life. Or if you, you realize that they're repeating, you're going to get back into that victim mentality, blame the universe. You might blame whatever situation or person is involved, especially as it relates to your relationships, ladies. So you might get caught up in the same type of situation in a relationship. Maybe it's even a different person. And if you're not aware that these are themes that are repeating themselves because solar eclipses, they bring the light and you cannot alchemize what you keep in the shadows. So if you're not aware that you're repeating these themes, especially in relationships and the relationship you have with yourself, then you're just going to create the next few years of the same patterns in your life. And that's what sovereignty is all about. <clears throat> sovereignty is awareness. And we can use the astros like this very special event of the solar eclipse that's going to bring major new beginnings in your life, whether you like it or not. All of us are going to receive a very big surprise, a big surprise in one way or another. It's inevitable. The world is already seeing it. And the reason that is, is because this solar eclipse is also in Taurus conjunct Uranus. And Uranus is about the shocking surprises and truths being revealed. I always say, don't shoot the messenger. You cannot change what you're not aware of. Remember, we talked about that. So you need to practice having a very stable nervous system through the inner work, which we're going to talk about today. Having agility in the brain to process everything that is happening. Because one of the other things that's happening during this time of the solar eclipse is that the planet Pluto, the planet of destruction, the underworld, the subconscious mind is going retrograde one day before. So before we move into this expansion of love and learning the lessons, we have to also become aware of the shadows that live within us, not someone else, so that we can purge them. Many of you might be getting sick. You might be coming down with the flu, with fevers, with all these different things that are happening to the body. And the reason that is, is because your body is purging. It feels the energy of the solar eclipse. It feels what Pluto's trying to do. And the thing is that Pluto is going to be retrograde for the next five months until October. This happens every year. And it's not something to be afraid of. Retrograde just means review, reassess. And Pluto is the slowest moving planet. So its work is done very meticulously. But the, the one thing that you will need to be very conscious and sovereign about is that this Pluto retrograde is the activation point of the Pluto return of the United States of America. The United States of America is going through their Pluto return, which only happens about every 265 years. So you and I, unless we live to be 265 years, will never go through a Pluto return. Countries, institutions, corporations that last that long, they have their own astrological chart. And what is happening to America is the destruction of governments, how we abuse power how we abuse the healthcare system, how we abuse the educational system. And when Pluto goes retrograde, it brings up all of those shadows. And this solar eclipse being conjunct Uranus, it's going to be shocking news in the collective. 
karma is due. People need to pay up. So this is a time for you to have a very stable nervous system. And of course, as above, so below. So you yourself, your shadows will be coming up. You need to learn how to be authentically you. Because if you know your shadows, no one can use them against you. If you've brought them to the light and to awareness, then no one can use them against you. It's only those that run away from the shadows, which is most of humanity, most of civilization. And that's why so many people are suffering right now. Yet when you take the path of the inner work, which we're going to talk about today, you become your own best friend. You heal at the level of the mind so you can find peace and stability within the body. And so that you're not also looking for your worth, value, or love from anything outside of you. You realize your intrinsic worth. And you do that through a stable nervous system, which is what the inner work does for us, as med is a release meditation, a very agile brain. All of us need healing in the level at the level of the brain and awareness of your truth of who you really are. An infinite soul having this incredible experience connected to the divinity and in close communication so that you can receive the guidance you need during the solar eclipse to respond with love, to respond with compassion. The only people that don't respond with compassion and get happy over someone else's demise or even someone else's arrests or their abuse and addiction, if you're someone that points the finger and judges and says, look at them, that's because you have not integrated your own shadows. You have not accepted yourself fully. So of course it's easier for society to be like, look at her, look at him, instead of let me look at myself. And that's where we lack compassion. And so I invite you to open up your heart to a lot of compassion for yourself, wherever you're at in the journey, so that you can be able to give that to the world. Because in the next, especially five months with Pluto being retrograde and this activation point of the Pluto return of the United States of America, there will be a lot more things that are going to be revealed that are going to be very shocking. And this is where we need to have our full sovereignty and realize that we don't see God in everything. We don't see God at all. And I'm not talking about enabling. In fact, I'm talking about emotional intelligence. So this is a very important solar eclipse. It begins our eclipse season as well. So it's very important for us to be hyper aware of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and to learn to stabilize that nervous system and bring healing to the brain, which is what we're going to talk about today. So we've been talking about how many women feel lost, like there's no purpose, there's no alignment. And I shared with you all how important it is to do the work of forgiveness, to do the work of self-awareness, of integration of the shadows, right? And to also have that compassion for self on the journey so that we can offer that to others. At a deeper level, I want to talk to you all today about the medicina, the medicine. I want to share with you a very important tool. It's a powerful meditation that I share in my community. It's a very important part of the Sovereign Woman Academy. And the reason that is, is because as the human race, as a species, the number one problem and why we feel lost that we will be dealing with and forced to face until at least 2038 minimum. That's what Jogi Bhajan said the great tantric master who brought kundalini yoga, the technology from the East to the West, you know, 60 years ago, the technology that I'm going to share with you today, you had to be royalty. It was a secret. 
not everyone had access to it because of course, you know, if they didn't want everyone to be self-realized, they didn't want everyone to crown themselves royalty to realize who they truly are. So they kept it secret. And now we have access to these sacred meditations and tools because Jogi Bhajan brought them from the East to the West. He was a futurist and he knew what we were all going to face. Many of the things he wrote about and talked about are already becoming real and true in today's day and age. And one of those things he talked about is what is known as cold depression. And you all have heard me many times talk about cold depression. In fact, for a long time, that was my only focus in helping women specifically heal just cold depression. What I ended up figuring out and learning was that through the academy work we do, I've been able to combine the holistic wellness approach using the science of Kundalini yoga technology and of course, miracle spiritual psychotherapy where now it's a full four month coaching container where you actually heal body, mind, and spirit holistically. We, as, we address all three, but cold depression affects and impacts us in all three areas, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And cold depression, a lot of people don't even know that they have it. And this is what's bringing up more of their traumas, their inner child wounds, right? And what cold depression is, is in essence, we live in a society where we are consuming more information through our phones, through the work we do in one day than our ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime, just 80 to 100 years ago. And technology in itself has increased the quantum speed at the way you and I evolve and our souls evolve and our brains are processing systems, just like a computer, that if you are constantly processing information, yet you're not applying the medicina, which is oxygen to the brain, there's no pills for that, then your brain is literally destroying itself. And a lot of the things we talk about, like addiction, it's not behavioral. We know now doctors talk about this a lot. My favorite trauma doctor, Dr. Gabor Mate, he talks about many times how he has scanned the brains of 12-year-olds who have not had any physical abuse, but have gone through deep emotional abuse and how their brains look like the brains of a 90-year-old or a 100-year-old. Well, that's how our brains look because of the technology age. And it's not about us not using phones or not using the technology. It's about learning how to let the technology use us. We now understand, especially doctors talk a lot about this, that when you give a child, especially the age seven and under a telephone, an iPad, it's like giving them vodka. That's what it's doing to the brain. Because their brains are so fragile and they're still developing that if they are consuming information all day, then you wonder why these children are diagnosed with ADHD and ADD and all these different problems. They're even talking about schizophrenia and bipolarism in young children. That's not the problem. The problem is always the parent not wanting to parent and be there and letting the iPad raise the child. And also the lack of awareness of what it's doing to our brains. And so cold depression, what happens is that you might be somebody that's considered to be super productive, you know, like the West here in the West, many people are applauded for being a go-getters, for being action takers, for hustling. 
you don't have to prostitute yourself. When you are taking a lot of action, that means that you don't trust the universe. That also means that your brain is deeply fragmented and we have a bigger problem. When the brain doesn't function, the nervous system doesn't function. So of course, you're always going to be addicted to the stress hormone of cortisol. So you're constantly going to be chasing it. So what do people do nowadays? They go and they get their nitro cold brew. They go and they keep drinking the coffee, the energy drinks. They're doing a million different things all to avoid the numbness that is really going on within. They create drama. They Anything that will make them feel alive. Some people use work as an escape. Some people actually do really risky things like they jump off of, you know, they go bungee jumping or they do crazy stuff like that because they just want to feel alive because they feel numb. They feel lost. Do you also wonder why there's such a high level of infidelity? Infidelity, you're doing something and hoping not to get caught cheating. That gives you a rush. That makes you feel alive. And if you have a brain that's fragmented, look at the situation that we have going on right now. If anything, what it's teaching us is Johnny Depp case with this woman. Like women in need healing. Women need so much, just as much as men. But this is just giving us awareness. It's not that we're crazy. You know what is wrong with her? She doesn't have a bipolar disorder. She doesn't have all these other diagnoses. She has a deep mother wound. Her mom, and I I don't know anything about her, and I haven't researched her childhood, but I can tell you that her mother probably never accepted her because she couldn't accept herself. And because of that, that's what bipolar personality disorder is. You don't know who you are because you all, the person that was supposed to accept you and love you, your mom couldn't do it because of her own mental illness. And what do you do? You become that violent, manipulative, and it's it's not just behavioral. We got a brain that's fragmented. Same thing, like I was listening to this thing this morning about Marilyn Monroe. You know, Marilyn Monroe they found her dead first of all and she was never she 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 was very eloquent and spiritual and it's because of all the things she went through you know her mom she grew up with a mom that had mental illness was diagnosed with schizophrenia imagine back then in the 40s 50s and then she got sent to a foster home and she was just pushed around in foster care that's why she became the woman she became and she had all of this emptiness inside her deep down she didn't know her dad that, that is why women are broken and need the healing. It has nothing to do with the diagnosis of now schizophrenia. It has to do with the deep mother wound and doing the forgiveness work to forgive your mother because she also did the best she could. And see, when you do this work, ladies, you know who you are. So you realize that there is a cosmic mother that's always taking care of you. And that what you're seeking outside of you, whether you're seeking that from a mother, a father, a relationship is inside of you. And that's the biggest lesson to learn. And so we feel numb and we take action. We do a lot of risky behaviors and we don't even know that we have anything wrong with us. And so what happens? We finally break down like the computer. There's so many women, they come to me in the last phase. And I was there, ladies, where the nervous system can take it no longer, living the double life, and you seriously have nervous breakdowns. And that's where the healing work actually begins because a lot of people judge illness, but that's where the body finally says, look, we have to slow down. 
And it's not about the guilt and shame that comes with that. It's how do we release that? And how do we have compassion for ourselves during that transitory period? And so cold depression is something that we are all going to be conflicted by until at least 2038, until we start to learn how to integrate and prioritize the inner work in order to thrive. The logical mind is not going to get you anywhere in this day and age. And so today I want to share with you all this really beautiful meditation. And like I said, it's even on my YouTube channel. I've shared, I've talked a lot about it. I've also shared with you the mantra already so that you can actually go back to some of the podcast notes and and check out specifically more about this beautiful mantra that we use. But when we talk about meditation and Kundalini, we have to remember that Kundalini is life force energy. So coiled at the bottom of your spine, there are different facets of energy vessels that move through the spine. One of them is considered white tantric energy white tantric energy a lot of people like talk about kundalini and they right away associate it with like sexual energy and that's not true because uh, the spine has another vessel for that energy that actually is known as tantra and this vessel yes it can be turned on and open through orgasm but that's a completely different part of the system we have actually four different vessels of energy and as human beings most of us haven't even activated one because we haven't incorporated and integrated these ancient practices that that was the purpose it was the purpose to self-heal self-realize allow the evolution of our consciousness instead of being slaves to a matrix right and to the illusion that we're self or that we're powerless and that we're not powerful and so kundalini is literally coiled energy. It's your potential that you can open and activate safely through kriya, which is a specific meditations or sound frequencies you chant, mantra, breath. You practice these so that this energy can be turned on within you. And then with Dr. Joe Dispenza, I love how he describes energy centers, which are really your chakra system but he calls them energy centers and he teaches the same thing. He just uses different terminology. And so you activate this white tantric energy from within you, which then moves through the system and then allows for cleansing, purification, so that you can release trauma, which are memories that get stored in the body so that you are stable, not only in your upper triangle, because there's also a problem with a lot of spiritual people. They're very like in their only upper triangle. So they're connected to spirit. And yes, they know the body's an illusion and all these things, but yet they're not participating and integrating and grounding themselves in the lower triangle. And most human beings have a lot of problems with the lower triangle because that's where trauma lives. Most of us haven't dealt with our inner child wounds. We haven't dealt with our ancestral karma that's our DNA and it all lives down in the root and in the first three chakras in the first three energy centers. So what we do with Kundalini is we use specific mantra, which is the science of sound, specific breaths to move the energy and to give us a specific result. So today's meditation that I'm sharing with you, Jogi Bhajan left it for us as a tool because of cold depression. It is specifically for cold depression. So if you're feeling uh, numb to the body, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling uh, like you need energy from outside of you, like you, you need constant coffee um, or anything else, drugs, 
anything that makes you addicted. Because ultimately what happens is when we don't deal with the cold depression, it actually becomes an addiction. There's an addiction that shows up in your life. And the addiction may be anything to keep you feeling alive because you're pretty much lost and dead from within. And that's because prana is now moving through your system. And prana is self-healing. Like I love that recently Harvard uh, School, they posted information about how breath kills viruses. Like they said this now in, in science, you know, I'm like, thanks for catching up. And Harvard is actually one of the schools that is studying many of the kundalini yoga meditations. UCLA has done a lot of studies on like the curtain kriya, which helps specifically for Alzheimer's, dementia, because all of the technology that we use in kundalini yoga, it works on the, at the level of the brain and it changes the DNA. It changes your patterns, which ultimately they change your destiny, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And again, it helps us release the stored memories from the body so we can start to feel alive. And you, when you start to use breath, you also start to create your own natural energy. You know, I get up every morning at 3.37 a.m. and I have a, a two and a half hour daily sadhana practice in my community. It's actually part of our program, our academy. You're invited to join us in sadhana every morning where we practice together. And it's so powerful because you're in community with other women. You hold the energy and you hold the space. And then at the end of the of sadhana, we always have like a daily guidance. And if anybody has any questions, so we're, we're building a satsang, one of the most powerful parts of being part of the academy. And also because it starts to change your lifestyle. Like all the women that come in the morning don't show up like I do at 3.37 a.m. Some do their 11 minutes, which is what's recommended. They get there at 6, 6.30. Some get there at 5. What's interesting is that the more they're in the academy, the, the longer the weeks go, they by themselves start to show up more and more and more. And no one tells them to, because the academy to graduate, you only need to do 11 minutes for 40 days. Yet what they're noticing is how their days completely shift and change because they're not relying on outside energy. They're getting it from within, which is through the activation of breath. That's how you increase your energy. It's, it's called, it's a natural Red Bull, ladies. It's your national coffee, uh, natural coffee, excuse me. And it's also a, a lot of awareness, right? It gives you that compassion to be able to be with yourself wherever you are on that path. And so the meditation in itself works specifically for cold depression. And it, we use the sound frequency or the mantra, wa he guru wa he jio. And remember a few podcast episodes back, which you can go back to the podcast and even in the notes, you can click inside the comments. You can actually download the meditations now. They're PDFs where you can keep them in a little library where every week you can have spiritual psychotherapy that goes with the meditation. So you can have a really nice and steady system to help you really navigate these very fast changing times. And so why Guru, why Jio, as we talked about, this is a sound frequency, like I've said, that there is no real word for the for God, for what God truly symbolizes and, and represents and the essence of that protection and that love and that that would let that which lives within us. There is no word for that. But through this sound frequency, it's probably the closest we'll ever get as human beings. Because Wahe Guru is literally the exaltation of being, not doing, of, of 
what it even means to have reverence for the entire life experience. And most of us are so caught up in our stories and our identities and chasing that we miss out on that. And so Wahe Guru, Wahe Jio is an exaltation of that present moment awareness. It literally stops the nervous system where it is and, and it allows it to breathe and to navigate into new patterns of thinking, of awareness, and of a lot of compassion and forgiveness. And so the way the meditation works is, and again, with Kundalini Yoga, you always tune in with the Adi Mantra to begin, to help you navigate, right? And this meditation can be done for three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, or 11 minutes. Recommend always to do one meditation for a minimum of 40 days, because 40 days we now know in the universities that are studying these meditations that after 40 days, the actual structure of the brain starts to change. In fact, that one meditation that I shared also the Kirtan Kriya, when they scanned the brains, it went from dry, ugly, you know, brain to this spongy, red, beautiful, vibrant brain. And that's what we want. We want those agil that agility to be able to really have the vitality to bring healing fully home. And so 40 days, you can start three, five, 11 minutes. You can do this at the office. You can do it in your car. But do start with chanting always Om Namo Gurudev Namo. And that's another sound frequency that allows the heart and the mind to kind of come together to help you be more mindful and intentional with the moment and what you're going in with this medicine, with this medicina, right? And so you chant that three times and you can close your eyes, you can keep them open, whatever works for you. And then what you're going to do is you're going to bring your hands together. You're going to clasp the fingers. You're going to keep right thumb over left thumb. If it feels more energetically comfortable for you to put the left over the right, that's okay too. Some of us are a little bit more masculine energy. Some of us are a little bit more feminine Whatever feels better for you is totally okay. Now you're going to raise the Jupiter finger, just like that. So Jupiter finger is your pointer finger. So it kind of looks like this. So for me, I like my right finger over my, or my right thumb over my left thumb. Try it out right now and see what feels better for you. And so then after we have our fingers nice and clasped like that, we are then going to be bringing our eyes side down and we are gonna be looking right at the tip of the nose. And as you're looking at the tip of the nose, you're gonna be bringing the mudra right here about to your heart space. You're gonna allow the thumb to touch your heart. And you're gonna be looking at the bottom, at the tip of your nose the entire time. Very important because when we're looking at the tip of the nose, it actually activates specific uh, glands in the brain. So it's uh, turning on the hypothalamus, the pineal, and the pituitary. And see that the root cause of addiction is when these are not communicating and cold depression, right? And so we're going like this. We're looking down. <clears throat> and what we're going to do is we're going to say, Wahe Guru, Wahe Jio. And you're going to bring the meditation from your stomach, Wahe, Wahe to your chest, just visualize, guru, and then repeat, wa, navel, he, jio. And you're going to follow that. Wa, he, guru, wa, he, jio. Wa, 
he guru wa he jio wa he guru wa he jio that's it you're gonna follow that three minutes five minutes seven minutes or 11 minutes the max that you can do this meditation is 31 minutes do not do it for more than 31 minutes and it's okay to start simple, three minutes. It's much more powerful if you do three mindful minutes, intentional minutes, and you do 11 minutes where you're really not centered. Now, meditation and practicing this, there's no right or wrong, okay? You're not doing it wrong if your body starts moving or, in fact, when your body starts moving, what it's probably doing is it's releasing trauma. It's releasing stored memory. And, and the body is so wise that as you practice the meditation more and more, maybe you're going to become aware of pain points or uh, discomfort. Everything is a message. And what I like to do is to actually speak to my body and say, you know, what are you telling me today? And it's an emotion. So you'll get better and better and better. I never imagined myself ever doing a meditation for two and a half hours. And there was one time when we went to white tantric Kundalini yoga and we meditated for like eight hours. So everything is possible. And it's not about doing long. It's about being mindful with what you do. And Kundalini yoga was created for the householder, for the entrepreneur, for royalty, right? People that were in, 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 in the community, not necessarily like for yogis that sat around in caves, not sat around, they practice these meditations to get us the science, right? But it's not meant for that. So don't think that longer is better, mindful. And the other thing is when you are done with the meditation, you also want to close out by just taking a deep inhale and through the nose, then exhaling out through the nose, releasing the mudra. And then you can end by saying sat nam. And that's it. And sat nam means my truth and identity, right? The, the, the infinite soul and spirit that truly is embodying this experience. And then you're done. Three minutes. If you are going, this is one of the tools that I give to my clients, many of them high level corporate entrepreneurs, you know, their business owners, their moms, all of it, very, very challenging, high stress, high pressure work. What yet we have these tools to help us so that we don't go back to our program, to our old ways of dealing with the stress, right? Of being jacked up on the cold brew, because we all know that. And I know because I was solely addicted to that. And this affects us as yogis too. If I don't watch myself, I can easily become addicted to like drinking nitro cold brew. I used to love cold brew with like oat milk. So like I'm, I believe me, it's because I've overcome this stuff I'm telling you, I'm talking to you about it. It's so easy to get caught up in that stuff, but we can't deny that coffee reduces and shrinks the brain. So like, that's something you can't deny. Right. And so like make better choices. Right. So I've been making a lot of yogi tea and drinking. I drink Gerva Mate, which is supposed to give you energy, but it, I don't even drink it for the energy. I actually love the taste, but it's a herbal natural tea. So like, there's so many other fun things we can drink. And it just starts also with one thing at a time. Be very compassionate with yourself as you start to do the meditation. It's not that yoga or meditation forces you to be someone else. It's just that you, you start to become so much more self-aware that you want to stop these habits. You want to stop the over-drinking, the overeating, 
the indulging in the five coffees a day. It's like, there's something in you that's like, okay, let's just, let's pick something else. There's better things for you. And that's because you start building vitality in the system, prana, energy, so that you don't necessarily rely on these things. And as it relates to what we're going through as a human race, you know, cold depression, we really can, even as yogis, just bypass it. We all process information every single day. Our brains process information every day. We all need to clean it every single day. We need to purge every single day. And that's what I call sadhana which is your daily meditation. And it can be as simple as three minutes a day. And you can practice this meditation and go to the podcast notes. The podcast notes will have where you can download the cold depression meditation, as well as the psychotherapy work for this week to use it together. Remember that powerful, powerful mantra and affirmation from A Course in Miracles that we're using so we don't feel lost. You can also remember to go download my free e-guide. And my free e-guide gives you an exact day-to-day plan and integrating this work with only three minutes a day, three minutes a day. And you want to do that today. Like you don't want to wait till the solar eclipse or after the solar eclipse. Remember the solar eclipse, you're only going to get of what you are, your frequency is. So if you don't change your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, you're just going to keep repeating those cycles. Do not be afraid of the self-awareness. And if you need further support, check out some of the ways we can serve you and maybe even apply for the academy if you're being called. There is an application process for that. I review all applications and I do get back to you all within 24 to 48 hours. But this is not the time to wait around for uh, things to just come to us. We really also need to be able to walk into opportunity, walk into the solutions that are in front of us so that we don't keep repeating these cycles in our life. And like I said, especially during the solar eclipse and the moon. So download this meditation, practice it for 40 days, or go download my mental health guide, which will actually uh, give you also a day-to-day plan to assist you in this journey. So let me check out some of these comments over here, just because I want to make sure I do not ignore you all. But yes, um, that's why I'm learning to take my time learning and not rushing. That's beautiful. It's so important to do that. And that also shows that you trust the universe and you also what I mean by trusting the universe is you trust yourself, which also means you're probably stabilizing your nervous system a lot more. Like when we are just taking massive action without alignment, that depletes our energy system. And honestly, we're working too hard, ladies, because we're then telling God, the universe, that we don't believe in the power of our being, that we have to be hustlers or we have to prostitute ourselves to, and I don't mean like literally, but I mean, maybe, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, take, do things that are not aligned to our soul. Um, do things that don't make us feel good about ourselves. We don't have to do that just for the paycheck. Right. And so that's a beautiful sign KB that you're actually really aligning to your guidance and to your truth. So trust that, especially right now during the solar eclipse energy, because you're going to get more awareness and more truths and clarity check out today's guidance and my stories the card today was on point about that many revelations today remember apocalypse the root word of apocalypse is revelation so it's not a bad thing it's it's just destroying of an old self and the revelation of what is birthing here so it's really really beautiful yeah no more pressure um take it easy you're in the caterpillar stage i keep saying i keep talking to my uh, community about that it's uh it's a very beautiful state. It's something that 
I can tell you now, I mean, before it just like do, 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 and never even enjoying the manifestation, which is even worse. It's like a, like, that's beyond being lost. That's a, it's a ghost type mentality where you literally, nothing will ever make you happy. And a lot of people are going through that because of the cold depression, you know, they're seeking the outside to make them happy. And then they get the thing they thought was going to make them happy. And they realize it's not. And the reason that is, is because their nervous system is, is jacked or they had to do all these different things to get the thing. Maybe even on the way they lost their families, they lost their kids because they were assholes and nobody wanted to hang out with them, you know? So it's a, a very big price we pay when we are not in alignment with our energy and our emotions. And when we truly don't do the work to forgive ourselves, to heal that inner child and to become aware of our own shadows. So we don't project them out into the world, which then creates this reality. And also so that we don't take things personal. And we also have a lot of compassion for humanity for what they're going through because, wow, is there so much that is going to still be revealed for us as we move through this retrograde season? So that's just a beautiful sign of your own personal growth. So I'd like to thank you all for being here. Thank you for your beautiful comments and your hearts. Remember that it just starts with you deciding and committing to three minutes a day and to committing to yourself. And I always tell my the women in my community that when they just the fact that they're meditating shows such a high level of worthiness and self-love so if you doubt that you have any self-love for yourself just you listening to this right now is more than enough of a sign for you to realize that you actually not only are worthy but that you feel it and that you're on the right path to changing your destiny to changing your life because you're a powerful sovereign woman i wish you all the best for this solar eclipse coming in on sunday May you all truly receive the awareness and clarity you need to break ancestral karmic cycles and to heal and transform your lives. Thank you all so, so much. Have a blessed rest of your entire weekend. Bye, everyone. And I'll see you all again on Monday. Satnam.